Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. Thanks for joining us. I'm JD along here with my lovely wife, Carmen. Hey, baby. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you? You, I'm great, by the way. You look smoking. Well, thank you. Yeah. You definitely got to talk about the outfit. Uh, we'll get to the outfits. Also joining us tonight is our intern, Corinne. How are you? This is fine evening. I am good. Good. Good, good to hear. Mm-hmm. Coming up on tonight's show, we are going to dive headfirst into <laughs> anal sex. <laughs> that was good. Pom pom. We are going to talk all about anal. Uh, We're going to get into some different techniques, some different ways to help you ease into the situation. Yeah. Uh, if you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if you can dive into my ass, we have some really big problems. (laughs) Well, before we get into ass spelunking, (laughs) nice. uh, We got to get through our week in review, which we do every show. And uh, Carmen and myself, we had a pretty good week. We had sexually speaking. We did. That explains the glow, then. Speaking of anal sex, <laughs> shoved a few things up there. Oh, my. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's, that's we'll the good part. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes, right. definitely, definitely. Had, yeah. some, had a good time this uh, this week. Yes, we did. It was a, a rousing bout, if you will. <laughs> uh, Corinne, how about you? How's the Hulk doing? Oh, he's good. That's good. good. We yeah. had our first uh, AM, Rise and Shine. No, morning sex. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Awesome, how'd that work out? It was good. Was it green? <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> no, but it was good. It was nice. It was, we have a lot to work on. This shall be interesting. <laughs> so work in progress. We hear a little bit more every week here on oh, the show, yeah. folks. So we are talking, of course, tonight about anal sex. Um, I'm going to start off with kind of a combination of history, but this is also... Um, from a psychologist's point of view, uh, I got an article here. It was written by David J. Lay. He's a Ph.D., a clinical psychologist, and the author of Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them. Ooh. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and this actually comes right from psychology today. So this is uh, pretty legit, I would say. Right. He kind of delves into some of the different reasons behind anal sex what's our fascination with it where does it come from uh interestingly enough one of the things he mentions is when women do have anal sex the overwhelming majority do so at the request of their male partner so hmm, it is I can pre- agree with that. predominantly a male initiated act yeah because i i can't honestly say yeah baby shove it in my ass <laughs> why not though? That happen- happens in porn, why not? Yeah, I know, I know, why it, not? I know, but it's not something Some people that, like that. <laughs> right, but it's not something that typically we strive for. Right. Unless you've done it, I guess. Well, I usually have done it's it. usually it's an exit only until it happens. Yeah, but we've done it and it, it just it's not something that I say, Oh, I have to have anal right. now. It's not something that I crave or you know, the only reason that we did it this weekend is because we're trying to practice and see if it becomes more enjoyable. Right. Huh. Well, I'm opposite. So we're just trying to see if it becomes that way. So it's a practice thing for us right now. 
heterosexual anal sex, and uh, we're not discriminating. We'll talk a little bit about homosexual anal sex as well. But heterosexual mm-hmm. anal sex has been around for a millennia. Uh, paintings and etchings from Japan, China, and Europe all depict men performing anal sex on women, as do ancient erotic drawings, sculpture, and pottery from the Mediterranean and South America. Some Polynesian cultures, anal sex was practiced explicitly as a means of birth control. Uh, I think it is today, too. <laughs> it is. I, the next sentence is, today, some adolescents regard anal sex as a means to prevent conception. <laughs> and it, it's considered... If you don't have vaginal sex, you're still considered a virgin. Yeah. Well, your cherry's not popped. True. Exactly. So they, they maintain it as their purity, you know, when everybody was wearing the purity rings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's but they were doing the, it in the virgin butt. sluts. <laughs> yep. They were doing it in the pooper. All right. Um, so, yes, it has been around forever. It, it has existed in almost every culture. And... Uh, None wrong with it, I guess. If if you want to prevent pregnancy or just want to have fun, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um, when you talk about married couples or or long term couples where you don't have the fear of you know disease or pregnancy or any of that stuff, then you gotta wonder what's the fascination with anal sex. Um, men typically are sexually interested by variety, but besides this, there's no relevant evolutionary argument. As anal sex, of a course, of course, produces no heirs. Do you think it's because people just go, hmm, how many orifices can I stick it in? Well, and like I said, huh? it, men are, are motivated by variety sexually, so okay. it's a different hole. Let's I, try it. <laughs> I've asked this question to a couple people. Yes. <laughs> Mind you, I've been married twice. Okay. No, but um, one is when a man shoots his load... In a vagina, there is a wall that kind of shoots back at him. It doesn't, it's not like a straight shot where when he comes in your anal, <laughs> in your ass, it's just a, it's a different feeling. Well, That's I, one yeah, reason. It, obviously, it's a different feeling all around, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, there's one though, one. Yeah, let's face it, your, your butt is tighter than your vagina. Because the sphincter muscle is so strong. But it expands differently. I know, but it it's this the sphincter muscle is so strong that there's I'm no comparison. my asshole right I know, now. me too. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no comparison. You know, you can't you can't tighten your vi- vagina like you can. If you did kegels or kegels. Oh my or- gosh, if you like lift weights like the one girl that you see the videos on. <laughs> How do you think I fake an orgasm? <laughs> right, you but just gotta it, learn how to twitch it. <laughs> I know, but it's not—it's not the same s- tightness. Right, right. Yeah, they are different sets of muscles entirely. Uh, as a male, I can attest they are two entirely different feelings, um, but produce the same result for a guy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a question for you too. <laughs> yeah. On your um, adventurous week, did you try it on him? No, no. We've we've tried a finger on you. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Not like this weekend, but in the in past. past. Yeah. Because and? let's face it, the, they're, the prostate. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I won't lie. It's uh, th- That is a, a male stimulation point, that prostate back there. So go for it. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. And part of the reason why we don't play back there is because I have fingernails. 
I've always yeah, wondered that in a good. porno. Yeah, I have fingernails, and that can be really uncomfortable. Maybe in a porn, because most of the women's nails are fake. They're not as sharp as a right. natural nail, where mine are. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to... Well, maybe I could just keep a pinky short for your butthole. <laughs> Nice. Is that like the, the girl that grows the one long fingernail for cocaine? You're right. Gonna, you're going to have the short fingernail for anal sex? Right. <laughs> Great. This is my husband's butt nail. <laughs> All right. We are still exploring uh, different reasons on why we are fascinated with anal sex. From the woman's point of view, um, some would say maybe she's embracing to some degree a willingness to make her body a sexual object. Hmm. You know, you, you go all yeah. out and take it in everywhere, and you're just becoming that sex goddess. Just stick it everywhere? Maybe. Yeah. Why not? Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> uh, there is a, a conclusion, of course, that women who are willing to engage in anal sex tend to be more adventurous, more sensual, more relaxed in bed, and thus more orgasmic. Huh. Um, another one on the reasoning board um, is the pain. The pain threshold is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do use anal sex as a dominance thing. Where I can they are, see that. They are being dominant over you because they are penetrating your anus. Your no-no. <laughs> your butthole. <laughs> your exit um, only. And some is, aren't very nice about it. That is a, yeah. uh, a small... Yes, absolutely. Um, and especially you know when, when you see it in porn and such, um, a lot of times it is rough and it is a domination thing. Um, but how much... when? Let's be honest. When you're watching a porn, how much pre-work have they done on that butt before they just, like, go all for it? You know there's, like, off-camera finger work loosening up. Sometimes it doesn't matter, though, because it's like if your ass does not want it, it it doesn't want it. Yeah. If you're tense, it's not happening. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, for a small percentage, yes, it is the dominance thing, and that uh, plays into it a little bit. Surprisingly large numbers, we talked about this a little bit, large numbers of people don't regard anal sex as actual sex. Some studies suggest as many as 19% of college students view anal sex as less intimate, less committed, and less important than vaginal sex. Interesting. Yeah, 19%, that's pretty high. And to me, I think anal sex is more intimate because you have to be more trusting. Right, but it's dirty. It is, but you have to trust your partner. Well, that's the way you and I think, but I mean, if you sit there and, uh, okay, I had a conversation with a boss that used to cheat on his wife a lot. I can't mm-hmm. say what I want to say on air, but uh, anyways, he would go to these other women to do those nasty things. He would never do that with his woman because you don't do that to the one you love and the one you respect. Interesting. So that's where a connection. That's a different way mm-hmm. of thinking where you know we feel it's a more trust right right i won't let anybody just stick their pecker in my ass <laughs> you know? yeah. sorry but maybe yeah, you know but... if you do you do it's just not me <laughs> right there's no oops it just went in right. <laughs> <laughs> the good doctor kind of goes on to, to sum up this article here he says uh in the past anal sex was or oral sex was taboo as unrelated to procreation, and today it's become ubiquitous, engaged in by most people. Though were it still rare, it remains an intense fantasy. Anal sex is just another taboo being broken. Where couples have oral sex and anal sex, is there another taboo on the horizon? 
or another one after that, and another? Is there a slippery slope of taboo that once started on, you glide down on a slick, <laughs> unstoppable grease wow. of bedroom lubricant? Not necessarily, according to the psychologist. There oh is no evidence that suggests once a couple fulfills one fantasy or desire, that burning desire starts for again for another. In fact, substantial evidence suggests that most people with one kink or another fixate on that one and rarely expand. And for those couples who have had anal sex, it usually remains a rarity for them as well. Not an everyday occurrence, thus retaining its specialness. So the next step, is it going to be nasal? <laughs> oh, may no, it'd be belly button. We're going to have nasal sex tonight. <laughs> Hey, but you gotta admit, there is like a if you push inside your belly button, it kind of does give you a little tingle. Oh, that is not a. I cannot handle that. I know what you're talking. <laughs> it shoots right down to my clitoris. Just <laughs> it's it weird. It is. So you can have an orgasm by touching your belly button. No, I'll pee my pants. Phil oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perry, doy boy. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. See, he was really a girl. <laughs> That's why there was no pecker hanging. I mean, he was. He was a dough boy. The dough covered it. <laughs> Maybe it was a pat. Coming up on the show, we are going to get a little bit more into <laughs> lubes and toys and techniques. We're going to talk a little bit about safety. Uh, we're also going to do a little bit on women who can actually orgasm from anal sex. We will talk about all that and more coming up. Stick around. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois. Abused. Neglected. Ungroomed. Dehydrated. Every day, thousands of vaginas are being ignored, abandoned, and tossed away. For the low price of just $500 a week, or maybe half of your shit, you could adopt one of these vaginas and provide it with love, sustenance, and much-needed protein. With your donation, we will send you a pair of underwear used by your vagina, along with a picture of your vagina. We will also send you updates so you can see how your vagina is progressing. Your donation will make the difference in one vagina's life and bring a fullness, a wetness, and a purpose. If you can donate today, you will also receive a before and after scrapbook so you can see the change in your vagina's life. Call now and save a vagina. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, honest, and explicit manner from the viewpoint of folks here in the good old Midwest. I am JD, along with my lovely wife, Carmen, and our intern, Corinne. Ladies, I gotta say, looking lovely tonight. Thank you. You just yelled at me for not mentioning your outfit, so I better mention your outfit. <laughs> well, you said, we'll get to that, and then you just totally glossed over it. <laughs> well, I was, it was coming up in the show, so here we are. Let's talk about it. My wife tonight has on a... I get almost like a sundress. It's like a very... 70s style. Very uh-huh. light, very flowy... Tie-dyed kind of looks, hippie dress. <laughs> Let's call it that. It's a short dress too. You hardly ever wear a short dress. I know. Show them legs off. <laughs> Got the boots on because we're in the Midwest and it's freaking cold. <laughs> What's under that dress, huh? Not telling. Uh, okay. <laughs> Playing coy. I see how it is. Hey, you said we got to keep them guessing, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Corinne tonight has on a um, 
Is I'm, that? Oh, let me let me try my fashion sense. Is that an Angora sweater? <laughs> sure, sure. All right, it's a fuzzy sweater. It's fuzzy. It's fuzzy. And a uh, long black skirt to go along with it. Yeah. It's lovely. Yes. What's underneath yours? <laughs> eh, see, no, no, no love for JD tonight. They're not telling. <laughs> What's under your skirt, baby? Okay. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a skirt. Same it's a kilt. Same thing as right? always. Absolutely nothing. If I stuck my phone underneath this table right now, I'd get a show. You would. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just waiting for this to be removed later. Skirts are good for evening fun. Easy access. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just hike them up over your head and good to go. <laughs> it's great for public fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's definitely true. Easy access. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about anal sex now. We are moving into the fun realm of things. We're going to talk about toys and we're going to talk about lube. Lube is excruciatingly important when you're talking about anal sex, especially if you're talking about anal sex for the first time. Yes. Lots and lots of lube. Um, there's all different kinds of lube. There's water-based. There's um, silicone-based. There's You can go into different types of oils. There's all different kinds. Um, but there's some recommendations. Okay. Okay. What's, what's best for the butt? Best for the butt. Well, it depends on what you are inserting into the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you are going with finger play. So you're just going to use your fingers. Then you're safe to go ahead and just put um, straight up uh, coconut oil. Oh, really? Coconut oil. I love my coconut oil. Yeah. So not only will you um, lube your butt, but it'll be nice and soft. And it's edible. Very good for skin. Yeah, it's very good for your skin. Um, so when you're, when they do recommend that if you are going to be using your hands, that maybe you put on a pair of gloves and speaking of fingernails, cut your fucking nails. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That can be very, very painful and uncomfortable. Definitely. So, um, now when you are using coconut oil, be cautious because oil based products are bad for condoms. So if oh, you sure. are, well, if you do have, yeah, if you happen to go and you do some finger insertion and you're like, hey, let's try it with my penis. <laughs> hmm, wonder what would happen. I got her loose. Let's just You, you just explained every teenage boy in the know, country. Right. Hmm, let me stick my penis in that. <laughs> see how that feels. Right. But if you're going to do that, then um, definitely don't. Don't go with oil because it will break down your condoms. Um, there, silicone lube. Silicone lube is great. It, it keeps everything nice and slippery. It it, <laughs> it really does. It, it doesn't right. disperse and it, it doesn't absorb into the anal cavity. But. <laughs> but. 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 <laughs> right? However, let's go with that one. If you do use a silicone lube, you cannot use silicone lube on a silicone toy. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it, it kind of creates a really bad friction. And it, it, it can also break down your toy and cause some warping, some bending, and some breakdown. 
So avoid silicone with a silicone toy. However, you can use silicone with um, metal, glass. Um, I would not want a glass dildo. We actually have a couple of them. Yeah. I've seen them. Just, mm-mm. They're not bad. They're actually it, the cleanest ones on the market. They really are. Get, yeah. They, they don't have the cavities and the crevices that bacteria can breed mm-hmm. in. Yep. Um, and they are a solid piece of glass. So it's not like you're using like a shot glass or something like that that maybe can shatter. Shatter. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're a solid piece of glass. So they are more safe. Um, but you can even use the silicone lube on plastic. Okay. So just don't use it on silicone. But that is very... Vegetables? True. Sure. Sure. (laughs) If you yana. But the best ones are always going to be your water-based. Yep. Water-based. So make sure when you are looking for your water-based lubes that you're trying to avoid anything that has hormones in them. So make sure that they're hormone-free because, you know, we're all kind of crazy as it is. We don't want extra <laughs> hormones. <laughs> don't need any more. interesting. Yeah, we don't, we don't want any more. Um, you can't go wrong with those. We actually have Adam and Eve Forbidden Lube, which is a good anal lube. It, it works well and doesn't it doesn't leave like any kind of sticky residue. Um, now, one thing we should talk about though a little bit. You mentioned the the ones that we have. Um, Corinne brought this up earlier that uh, analese is is mm-hmm. a very popular one that's out that's there. It use. is, and it, I was actually going to get to that. Okay. Um, because there are there are products out there that will that will numb. It's you know analese. There's a bunch of different ones out there that have a numbing agent in them. The only thing that they do, you can use this as a cautionary tale, kind of like going to the dentist. It numbs you up. Your partner is going to town, and the next day you're going to feel hell to pay. Yeah, because you, don't you feel can't. The pain. You can't feel the pain to know when to stop and when something's tearing. That yeah. is what I thought you were getting at because you were right. Yeah. Because the tearing, but honestly, what it is with Annalise, it also numbs your vagina. Yeah, it does because mm. it does go places. So it kind of. Well, that's Defeats. no fun. It, it ends <laughs> yeah. up not being fun. And you know what? Your your ass does open up more. And, again, it is like an, an exit only. Yeah. But we find pleasure in doing things. But there's a limitation to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that blocks all of your, oh, that hurts, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it blocks See? your pain ah. receptors. So there's also, you get into your flavored Loops. Yuck. No, there's some really good ones. Um, Astro Glide is one. Astro Glide? Which, which you know it has to be a really good lube when it has, or anal lube when it has ass in its name. Oh, it's been around for years. <laughs> it has been. But they have some good flavored ones that don't leave you sticky and feeling gross. So if you are going to go and you're going to be doing a rim job and you're going to be tonguing it up. Job. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I felt Anal- like I, I felt elementary there. <laughs> right. If you're going to, let me use a more technical Uranus. term. If you're going to do analingus. Yeah, there you go. Analingus. Then, um, you know, let's face it, lube tastes like shit. That's where I chuckle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> Probably can, shouldn't say that around when you're talking about analingus. That can get into our discussion of technique a little bit because... 
Uh, one of the things that's recommended, of course, you know, relax. That's that's number one. Oh, you right. have to. Um, hot bath beforehand helps. Uh, I've actually read some articles that say, you know, a, a little uh, tongue play on the old butthole there will loosen things up a little bit. Right. And we've actually tried it um, w- with technique. We tried it. I was going to say, I've never licked your butt. No, no, you've never licked my butt. But they do suggest if you have a vibrating butt plug, the vibration will actually relax your muscles and and help it along. Uh Um, So start off maybe with one finger, two. There's like some, I hate to say good stretching exercises, but there really are good stretching techniques before you just go and cram something up there that's larger. You kind of got to get into it a little bit. Ladies, if this is going to be your first time for trying anal, uh, it's also recommended that you get in a position of control. Uh, Probably on top would be your best bet. That way you can control the rate that things go in there. Right. Um, A guy's just going to want to ram it in, just want to (laughs) go. Right. And and when we're playing, I actually ask you to to stay still and let me back into you. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm controlling how far it goes, how quickly it goes, because you do have to take it slow. You may only go like a half an inch and stop and let everything kind of adjust. Mm -hmm. And then once it's all there, then you're good. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, the the keys, you know, you got to relax. I, I did read some, <laughs> I Googled it just for the hell of it. Oh, God. Um, how do porn stars prepare for anal? Uh, don't eat anything 12 to 15 hours beforehand. <laughs> do they do they do a um, an enema? They do. Uh, they will do an enema. But douche. Yep. Like... Yeah, it's an enema. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, just some things to take into account because, yes, it can get messy and you got to be prepared for that. So um, if you don't want it to, then, yeah, go the porn star route. And like I said, they, they fast a little bit beforehand. They they do the enema and make sure everything's nice and tidy back there. <laughs> what did you say to me after our session? You're like, we're washing the sheets today, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that there was anything, like, coming out, but. It just weirded it- me out. You pull something. I pulled a toy out of your butt. Nothing on it. Nothing at all. No. But then I set it on the sheets where I lay and sleep at night. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, and, I got to wash these sheets You didn't want to get pink eye, huh? <laughs> right. And there's, there's a whole lot of lube going on there. I mean, you're, oh, yeah. you're using so much lube. So, yeah, lube is the best. So the next step would be, of course, um, toys. There are many toys out there designed to help with the whole situation. Right. If you're having trouble uh, with anal sex. You can get you actually you can go to Amazon and Google anal training kit and see what oh, comes that up. Is fun. We actually I actually bought one. It's a series of three different size plugs. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it starts with the super t- small. About the size of a finger. A little bit bigger. Yeah, not very And big. then it goes up a little bit and a little bit longer and then it the the other one is bigger and Would and you longer. Say it's this size. yes dancing peter is back ladies and gentlemen or mr wiggles or wigglesworth or whatever the hell we're gonna call this guy wiggleton nobody's given us a name yet Uh, i just had to turn on the dancing dildo anyway so yes yeah Yeah, so they do have the anal training kit yep kind of loosen you up and get you prepared for the big event yeah now once you're a seasoned pro 
and you've been down that road, there are a, a number of women out there who claim that they can orgasm from anal sex. And I happen to know that we're sitting next to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to learn us a little bit about it. Corinne, Corinne it, if I'm not mistaken, you have mentioned on the show before and, and in life that you do orgasm from anal sex. It is quite interesting, yes. Yep. Yep. I got to say, I am one that don't... I faked more orgasms than had them. So, first time I had anal sex was the best orgasm I ever had. Now, let me ask you, was there any clitoral play going on at the same time? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So, yes. it was the combination of the, the anal stimulation and the clitoral stimulation? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. It, it was, but the after that, I am one, like I was mentioning earlier, we're being opposite of you. I will crave it. I will want it. Because well, it's of a course. different it's a different feeling. It's a hotter feeling. Like when you're in that I'm gonna tie you up kind of mode. And and that's what it is too, actually. It's um It's a dominance thing? I think it not just a dominance, it's a freaky thing. Taboo. It yeah. is a taboo. Yeah. It's when you're in that, okay, call it a tequila night. There you go. <laughs> you know, you're, you're there. You're like, take me as I am. You know, let's stick it in every hole. What's happening? <laughs> so do you think for, for you personally, do you think because that was the best orgasm that you've ever had, that's why you crave it? It could be. It very well could be. Because I think, uh, every, well, when you come, when you orgasm, that is your endorphins. You can become addicted to that. Oh, of absolutely. course, yeah, yeah. Makes you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it all does go hand in hand. Sometimes it has nothing to do with dominance or yeah, how, just... how crazy you are. So you from a, a purely physical standpoint, now we talked about the the one time and you had the best orgasm ever, but mm-hmm. you've come other times from anal sex. Yes. Has there always been clitoral stimulation, or have you ever come from just anal sex? Mm. No, I can't remember. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's always been it's with... with yeah. Because if you're going there, honestly, like we're all talking about it being a muscle. Right. It's a different type of muscle. Yeah. But I, the reason I asked it. that question okay. is, is in women, physiologically, the G-spot inside the vagina is actually very close to... It can actually be stimulated by going through the anal wall, I guess you would say. So if they're hitting it right, right. they could you be hitting your G-spot. Yep. You do, because, okay, all right, on the safety notes or the disgusting notes or however you want to do it, since I have craved it, I've done it many times, and there is things that you don't, you can get into it. Mm-hmm. Sober, you want, you know, you can, we can call it the, the porno style. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the outcome of that is not always the best outcome because... Things come out. Thing, it's it's messy. <laughs> okay. It, it's... Sure. You, you be prepared. That's all I can say. I mean, not, you know, it uh, kind of a shitty conversation, but... <laughs> but at the same time, guys... It's a part of life. Don't run out of the room screaming. Don't freak out. You're just going to make your girl feel like shit if you do something like that. So <laughs> but also, don't do it. Note to self on the safety aspects. Do not go from one hole to the other. No, never. And also right. for a gentleman, for a guy, wash him off. Because you don't want feces going into your penis hole because it does cause <laughs> I, issues. I can remember a time when we were doing anal. 
and I actually, it wasn't, I don't know, there was just something off. It wasn't going to work right. I actually got out of bed, went in, took a shower, <laughs> washed everything off, and then we came back in and finished vaginally. I, I had a washcloth because my ex-husband and I, that we we were one kinky couple, okay? I mean, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay, but anyways, memories. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, I would have a washcloth because I do like both, I, you know, but there's no way you're putting that in there. Right. Sure. After that. <laughs> so getting back kind of a little bit off the whole um, safety subject, but getting back to like the female anatomy. Yeah. We have, we talked about it before, the A spot, which is at the very back of the cervix. So because it is such a thin wall between the anus oh, and the yeah. vaginal area, you could actually be hitting that as well. And not know it because the way that the angle is a whole lot different. So where, you know, in vaginal sex, you may not hit that. You may. All I know is this conversation tonight is making me very horny. You're going to go and try anal today <laughs> oh with the Hulk, are you? Oh, my God. I am having an issue. Can we, like, hurry up with the show? Because I know what's <laughs> happening after this. <laughs> yeah. The Hulk is going to get some butt tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Look like pooper. <laughs> well, you know, green and bl- or brown do go well together. <laughs> hey, we're always requesting our listeners to uh, to chime in. Uh, ladies, if you're out there and you do orgasm from anal sex, hit us up with an email. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear more about this subject. Uh, you can reach us on email. It's midwest3some at gmail.com. That's midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. We are going to step aside right now. We are talking about anal this week on Midwest Menage a Trois. Coming up next, it is a rousing round of butt girl talk. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Stick around. We'll be right back. Midwest Menage a Trois is always looking for new partnerships. If you have a product or service that you think our listeners would enjoy, email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and possibly help each other out. Email us today. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We have a, we're going to go with Girl Talk right now. We have a special announcer tonight. Usually we have a no man rule for our Girl Talk. However, we have the butt bowl. All right. We're talking about anal. The butt bowl. The butt bowl. So JD is going to come back as our special announcer. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, that's like. Sports, sports music. Dun, 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 dun. It's the butt bowl. He's going to be our announcer. We have made our bracket. We have my picks of the best butt. Well, let me explain a little bit how this is going to work, ladies. Oh, wow. Okay. Each, each lady has come up with four juicy celebrity butts that they That's have chosen. Awesome. And they will be put into a bracket to face off against each other until we get one Grand champion winner of the butt bowl. <laughs> whoop whoop! That's Ladies, awesome. We are ready. We are ready. Out of Carmen's corner, we've got four guys. Let's see. Chris Pratt is number one on the list. Dave mm. Franco is number two. Ryan Reynolds comes in on number three, and Jeremy Allen White is number four. Go lip. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know if you need to explain any of these for people that don't know who they are. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right. On Corinne's bracket, we have Robert Downey Jr., Mark Wahlberg, Mario Lopez, and Shamar Moore. Am I saying mm. that right? You are yes. saying it right. All right, so shall we begin, ladies? We shall begin. Uh-huh. Round one for Carmen's side. Pitts Chris Pratt against Dave Franco, younger brother of James. <laughs> uh, mine, I would have to say I would go Chris Pratt against Dave Franco. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got Chris Pratt. He's got that. He, he's like. He's got the muscle indent, and I like it. I know, but it's so. Yummy. Photoshopped. No. There's no Photoshop in the movie. No. My All pick. All right. I'll let, I'll let you think that. Chris Pratt advances to round two. <laughs> All right. On Corinne's side of things, we have Robert Downey Jr. taking on Mark Wahlberg. See? Now, that's hard. Is it? Okay. That's two different asses. I mean, you have... Well, no shit. <laughs> you got Robert Downey Jr. in a in a man slacks, dress pants, and he, you don't need to see it naked. It's gorgeous. My God, just squeezable. But then Mark Wahlberg, which I almost said Marky Mark. <laughs> yep. He's just got that... But how do you know that Robert Downey Jr., when it's, when it's naked, it's not an old man ass? Because you can tell it's not a man ass... You don't know that there's not a wrink. There's no wrinkles. Actually, Mark, I picture it hairy. Mark Wahlberg's. You can see it. Hey, I'm pretty. A, I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr. and myself are about the same age. So just watch what you're saying over there, Missy. <laughs> oh no, he's older. <laughs> this is your pick. Go for it. I'm going. I'm going, Robert. All right. Gotta be realistic. My here. asses are so gonna kick your asses. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell who the old soul is here. Still in round one, over on Carmen's side, we've got Ryan Reynolds versus Jeremy Allen White. Mm. I'd have to go for Jeremy and yours. I won't lie. God, they're both hot. I gotta go with Ryan. Again, he's got that... I yeah, like I, the I, squeeze. I it, like it, squeezing it. it. There, there is a good squeezing. However, I'm going from the side to side squeeze where there's a thumbprint and there's a fingerprint, and you can go. Okay, well, picture it like between your legs. Yeah, I'd fucking and do it. You're trying to <laughs> squeeze into you. Like you gotta have that. Like, yeah, it's got handles. It. It's got a good place for my palms to go and I my fingers to curve around. About it this hard before. It's kind of skip, right? I know, right? Hmm. Okay. So, my pick is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy, I love you, Unshameless, but Ryan Reynolds t- kind of tops you. Ryan Reynolds advances <laughs> wow. to the next round. <laughs> that was really loud. All right, for the record, Robert Downey Jr. is older than me. So. <laughs> I was going to say, no. In the next round, or actually, I'm sorry, we're still in the first round. On Corinne's side of the bracket, the final pick of the first round, Mario Lopez versus Shamar Moore. I'm going to go with Mario. Well, that was just a no-brainer. Yeah, because you know what? Unfortunately, with uh, Shamar, his pecker is just overruling his butt. Oh, well. Hmm. In my pictures, all I 
It's the pecker. All right. And it could be like a teenage fantasy thing, you know, for us growing up in the hole. A.C. Slater advances to round two. (laughs) (laughs) Second round action here at the Butt Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. On Carmen's side of the bracket, we've got Ryan Reynolds versus Chris Pratt. Ooh, a superhero showdown. It is. I think I have to go with Deadpool. Yes. God, that's a great ass. Duh. And you just argued with me over it. I know, but you had another one right there, though. See, it's... Sorry, different play. Okay. (laughs) All right, Deadpool goes on. And I actually, you know what, truth is I just pictured his ass in Deadpool. Sorry, it just bam. Yeah. God. Great ass. Okay, you win. You win. With all this male butt talk, I have to distract myself. I will picture Sandra Bullock nude running into (laughs) Ryan Reynolds. Much better. In round two, over on Corinne's side of the bracket, we've got Robert Downey Jr. taking on Mario Lopez. Uh, What do you do? I don't know. It's, again, two different asses. You gotta choose one and make it snappy. I'm Mario. Okay. Mario Lopez pulls out the surprise victory over Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert might have too much hair. I don't know. And that Mario us... pulls out. <laughs> that brings us to the finale of the Butt Bowl. I win. It is Ryan Reynolds <laughs> versus Mario Lopez. I, yeah, I don't know. I win. You win. I win. <laughs> How do we know you win? Because I say so. No, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going with the Mario. I want some. Seriously? All right. So we're going to have to have a tiebreaker. JD is going to have to no. be our ass tiebreaker. <laughs> Actually, how about this? Why don't we put both asses on on uh, fa- our Facebook and um, go from there? Have the audience pick. Can we post an, a, a nude ass on Facebook? You're not supposed to. Okay, so let's put a smiley. <laughs> Over the crack? Yep. See? And then if they want to go there, go there and check out for yourself and then come back to us and put your view. <sighs> Damn it. Ty, we are stuck. <laughs> They're both great asses. What do you ladies think out there? Or no, we, we could really make, we could make JD do it right now, which would be really fun. We are going to ask a man that is not gay. Definitely not. He likes your ass. All woman. All right, Facebook it is, damn it. (laughs) I thought I won. And we have a tie in the butt bowl at this point, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Reynolds versus Mario Lopez. We will put them on Facebook. Get your opinions. And we will declare a winner to the butt bowl. All right. Butt bowl, I guess it's going to be. Woo-woo. Woo-hoo. All right. So, Corinne. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell us your joke of the week. Dun, dun, dun. How does a guy fake an orgasm? Oh. Spits on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, as we said, you can hit us up on Facebook. This brings an end to Girl Talk. So, Mm -hmm. um, hit us up on Facebook or you can email us at Midwest, the number three, some. At gmail.com. That's Midwest Threesome. Tell us. Gmail.com. Tell us. Sorry. (laughs) I just want to know what everybody out there thinks of the best ass. Please tell us because I win. 
Nope. <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back with more Midwest Menage a Trois after this. Midwest Menage a Trois. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. I hope you enjoyed the butt bowl. <laughs> we did. I we, win. I we, win. We don't have a conclusion yet, but we will uh, shortly after this show airs because we're going to put it up on our Facebook page and get the uh, the listener's point of view on who's got the better ass. What do we come down to? Ryan Reynolds and Mario Lopez. Ryan wins. Interesting combination there. Ryan wins. <laughs> Carmen is lobbying hard over there <laughs> for <Yeah>. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I would. You know how it's crazy, though, how many shapes of asses there are? Well, yeah. I've always told I had an upside-down heart. Well, I was always told if you have freckles on your butt, you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. Okay. Your angel kissed your ass. (laughs) Because I always heard they're called angel kisses. (laughs) Well, I have an angel kiss on my ass then. (laughs) Your angel kiss trash. Tonight's show has been all about anal, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've got to wrap things up here, though, so Corinne can get home to the Hulk and uh, take play one, with its ass. Take one up the butt. That's if we let. You never mind. We got to work on this. Before we get out of here, though, we we do want to address a couple of things. We've got some viewer mail, uh, some questions that were sent in to us. We want to answer them here on the air, as we will do for anybody that sends us a question. Uh, Mike from Iowa writes in, Hey, I really want my wife to try some of the new things I hear on your show. How do I bring it up? Ooh. Damn good question, Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've said here before, for me, I, you can either, Hey, I had a dream, or how about this? Or make it a joke. The other thing I would suggest is, Hey, honey, I found this new podcast that's really cool. You ought to check it out. Absolutely. Have her <laughs> listen to us. A little shameless self-promotion there. there. While yeah. having a couple cocktails, because that's what I would say when I want to open up a can of worms. Yeah, or listening to it together. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. um, kind of how we started. We're like, hey, why don't we check this out together and sit down listen to it and yeah, we actually, then discuss. We yeah. talked about it before. We Our first show was... Um, watching Swingtown on ABC or some sh- something like that. But we started watching that and opened up whole new conversations. So, Absolutely. That's a great way to go about it. So good luck to you, Mike. Let us know how it turns out and uh, hopefully goes well for you. Good luck. Michelle from <laughs> Ohio writes in, Seriously, have you all ever fooled around together? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we have not. We just uh, have known each other for a long time. Carmen and Corinne have known each other since uh, they were sperm in their dads, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's some things you just don't do. No. Right. Right. Yep. We just have a, a good uh, on-air chemistry, I would say, but no, we have never also, done it. Nope. The first time I ever touched your boob was right here on this show. Oh, that's a good point. Yep. Yeah, it happened right here. I think this is the closest to the threesome we're going to get. Yep. (laughs) I agree. And our last one for this evening uh, Katie from Wisconsin writes in a comment about our our fetish show. She says, I'm with Carmen. I love feet. Have any of you ever lubed up your partner's feet and rubbed them on your no no so fast that you came on them? Huh. Well, I haven't, but (laughs) ladies. I'd I'd be willing to do it for you. Well, let's try it out. You tell me about that, because I don't have pretty feet. Yeah, I have great arches, so your your penis would fit perfectly if we put lube on it. I, oh. I think she means the other way around, because she has to your partners and then rub them on your 
no no you're no no i was gonna say yes yes <laughs> no i i or an I, oh god yes i've right. never had that happen but you know i think i think feet would work better for the female because of the arch and it would cup just perfectly around it the penis depends on how the guy is saying because i have done feet dressed foreplay making out and the only thing that can touch his pecker is my foot so if you carefully rub around there with your foot yeah but not coming no but i mean if you actually put your feet together like your hands kind of like a yeah booby um job yeah (laughs) all i can think of is pearls right (laughs) but if you put your feet together properly and put enough lube in there that could be pretty fun that would, you know, I mean, I would think for like vaginal stimulation, you would have to really stretch your toes out really far in order to get toe a cramp, right? You'd You're have doing to, it to get a big toe in there. Yeah, I think we've uh, well. established on the fetish show, and now we've established here again tonight that Carmen likes feet. <laughs> she's we the only one. Him. She's the only one in the room that does. You were so into this conversation. No, I she's saw it. going nuts. Yeah, I was, I was motioning with my you know hands. What's happening I'm sorry. you tonight? Was, uh, Katie, Katie, thanks for the question, Katie. You got Carmen fired up about feet all of a sudden. I shut up. You don't need anal lube. You need feet lube. <laughs> as long as there's no fungus, we're good. <laughs> And that is going to wrap up our anal special here on Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for joining us again. If you want to write in, it is MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook. It's under Midwest Menage a Trois. And go on our Facebook page because, yes, there will be guy butts posted on there, I guess. Make your vote for Ryan Reynolds or Mario Lopez. And I win. We'll get a winner of the butt bowl. I bet you men out there are probably saying a little uh... We're sexist. So? Because there's no female asses up there. So? But we can put Santa Ball on. I believe it's a video. No. Just saying. Oh, For yeah. female asses, come on. I'm, I'm like, I she's got a great ass. You gotta talk about the closet <laughs> cl- lesbian here. No. It's the butt bull. Yes, I know. Just, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. We will be back next week with an all new show. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. We will see you next week. Trois. <laughs> bye bye. Bye-bye.